I like to play board games, and so there's this one game called Pandemic, believe it or not. I played it a few times during the pandemic. Uh, there's different characters. You're working together, so it's a collaborative game. You're working together to try to solve or bring a healing from the pandemic. So there's like the medic and the researcher and the scientist and etc. And they all have different little abilities that they're good at. There's some tasks that you can all do, uh, but there's some things that only that one unique character can do. And so there's a strategy, and depending on how many players you play with and so forth, the, the strategy changes, of course. Um, recently, my staff and I have been uh, going through this thing about the charisms, learning about the charisms and what they are. And the idea is that each person has been gifted by God in some special way. We all have uh, special gifts that God gives us. Like St. Paul talks about in today's second reading, the theory is behind this is that these charisms or these gifts are given by the Holy Spirit to help us uh, accomplish the, the task or the mission that's been given to us as the church. So if we learn these gifts, then we can put them to use in the broader community. We can accomplish the work of serving God and loving uh, Him and, and living our vocations more effectively. So that's kind of the, the idea behind it. Now. I grant it sounds a little bit like American sort of like ingenuity, like we're trying to just get everything as efficient as possible. We want everything to just be in order so that we can get just as much efficiency as we can. So it sounds a little bit like that, but I think in reality, St. Paul talks about this, right? And I think we have to believe what St. Paul talks about. And if that's true, then there really are special gifts that God gives us, each one of us. And if that's true, it's a good idea that we put those gifts to use, that we know what they are, and we try to uh, use them to the best of our ability. I'm sure you've probably heard the analogy of the bus in business or whatever, where it says, you know, not only do you need all the right people on the bus, but they have to be sitting in the right seats. Maybe you've heard that analogy before. So it's, it's very helpful. For instance, if a guy's really good at pounding nails, you don't ask him to write poetry. You don't say, well... Why don't you go do that? And we'll have this other person who doesn't know how to pound nails do this job. Or you wouldn't send uh, someone that's really good at gardening, you wouldn't have them go and, and write uh, literature, right? So find the right people that are good at the right things and, and put them to that task. That's kind of the idea behind these charisms. Now there are certainly times when we need to do things that we're not good at, that stretches us, it's a good thing for us to get out of our comfort zone at times. Um, so that's true. But there is this idea that we've been given a gift and we should put that gift uh, to, to the service of God's church, to the, the gift uh, or the work that God calls us to. So that's an important thing for us to try to do uh, as a church and we try to, to, to use this, these things for God's glory. Now a charism, if it's truly a gift from God, cannot be used for a nefarious purpose. So it's, it's only gonna be effective if we put it at the service of God. So that's one little insight that we kind of learned about uh, through this little charism study. Now another thing that I found really helpful, and I think it helps me appreciate and understand why sometimes we as Catholics or Christians, we're, we're all trying to do good things for the Lord, right? And sometimes, even if we're all trying to do good things, we look at each other and we're like, why are you doing that? It's really annoying, or I don't like what you're doing, or I'm frustrated with you. So even good people can have different ideas about how to go about things, and that can be a frustrating thing. We've all had that experience, probably. So one of the things or principles or little insights that this 
kind of pointed out and I found helpful was if your specialty is, for instance, putting in screws, I know, this simple example, then every problem to you looks like it needs a screw. Yep, put a screw in it and it'll fix it. Yep. Or another person might be more of a duct tape person, like, yep, needs duct tape. Duct tape is for that problem there. Uh, and this is the reality that sometimes we, that's how we see things. So one person's going, it needs a screw, one person says, it needs duct tape, and, and they get frustrated with one another. Why are you screwing that thing? It needs duct tape. Well, you know, we have that problem. And so for me, it was helpful to kind of hear this because it helps us to step back and say, okay, I'm a duct tape person, or I'm a screw person, but this other person sees it in a different way, and we're both trying to accomplish something good here. Let's work together. Let's appreciate the gifts or the charisms of the other. So that's an important little thing. I found a very helpful image for me, so maybe it works for you too. Pentecost, today that we celebrate, is the birth of the church, and that the members of the church receive the Holy Spirit. Reality is when we're baptized, when we're confirmed, when we receive the sacraments, we receive again the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And so it's an ongoing thing that we keep receiving. And God has given us these sacraments, he's given us the life of the church to do his work. When we work together, when we appreciate one another, and we try to see the gifts of others, I think we can uh, accomplish much more. It's a, it's a good thing for us to strive to try to see the gifts of others. For that process to happen, we need to be organized, we need to have leadership, we need to um, have trust for one another, we need to have teamwork together. Otherwise, no matter how gifted we are, we're all going to be running in different directions and we're not going to accomplish what God asks us to do. Now in the game of pandemic, again it's a cooperative game, so if you don't work together, it doesn't work out so well. Everybody dies, which is very sad. Uh, so, you lose, right? So, it's, it's a good analogy for us in our lives. If we don't work together, if we run in different directions, if we don't put our charisms at the use of God and one another, then we aren't going to use the gifts that God has given to us. And that will end in the loss of faith, loss of souls, which in reality is a much greater loss than death. So here again, St. Paul's words to us today. He says, There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different forms of service, but the same Lord. There are different workings, but the same God, who produces all of them and everyone. To each individual, the manifestations of the Spirit is given for some benefit. So it's worth knowing how God has gifted us. You probably already have an inkling of what God has gifted you with, where you find uh, efficiencies in your life, or where you find joy. But I think also it's very important that we come to uh, celebrate or appreciate or um, value the gifts of others, right? Almost as important as knowing our own is to appreciate others so that we're not at odds with one another, that we're not competing against each other, that we're not comparing ourselves to others but that we learn to celebrate and affirm the genuine differences which God has given each one of us so that we can accomplish his purposes uh, for our lives. So today as we celebrate this great solemnity of Pentecost, let's ask the Holy Spirit to help us become a team who celebrate our unique God-given gifts and put them at the service of God's mission.